Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Omegana Launching Podcast, episode number 23. Today's guest is Tony Beige, and um, she had a messy launch the first time around. But point is, she made progress, and she had actually a really successful one with 300 customers. So that's amazing. Talk about that. But the key is to stay clear from perfection and just do it. I know we've talked about this with a lot of uh, my guests, and they all say the same. Just do it. But we need to hear it again and again. So stay tuned. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Thanks so much for joining uh, on the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. My name is Ken Muscar, and today I'm joined with Tony. How are you? I'm great, Ken. How are you? I'm good. You're down in Australia, aren't you? I am. Beautiful day. <laughs> yeah. How things after, you know, the bushfires and everything. You told me that uh, not even, the, even though it's over, still things are happening, right? Yeah. I mean, it's been a horrific time down here. I've never seen anything like it in my life. We still have quite a few bushfires that are burning, but um, I was mentioning just before we kicked off, we uh, actually got some rain um, on the weekend just gone, which was amazing and much needed. And for everyone doing the rain dances, we were so thankful, but it kind of went from one extreme to the other where we got so much rain that it caused flooding and shut roads for seven hours. And so it's a we get extremes of weather down here. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's good though, that, that you're at least getting some rain and you kind of get the uh, bushfires under control and yeah, it's exactly. good to hear. Yeah. Exactly. All right. But let's jump into what we're going to talk about today. And that is launching as always. But before we do that, I would love for you to introduce yourself and, you know, tell us a little bit about your business and who you help, how you help them and all that stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, so my name's Tony Beish and um, I, I actually originally founded a, a business called 365 Plus, which was inspired after I kind of went through a, a really tough time and um, decided I was really sick and couldn't get better the, the kind of standard way with doctors. So I decided, screw this, I'm going to sort myself out and decided I was going to exercise every single day for 30 days. And that mm. 30 days became kind of 90 days and then became 180 days and then became 365 days, which is where the 365 plus came from. And that business kind of was born from there. And then from that, I kind of got really good at running businesses. And so that made me kind of move more into a business coaching and consulting sort of phase of my business and was doing that informally for a while and then formally one-on-one for a while. And then, uh, Last year, I launched a membership in that space as well. So really, really excited about that. That's really awesome. So you basically worked out every single day for a whole year, nonstop. 
I, actually now it's like it's a, a lot more than one year. I don't even know how yeah. long it's been. You know, but many, many years I've done every single day. And and working out is like intentional movement. So it's as yeah. long as you you know go and do something, doesn't matter if it's for ten minutes, that's fine. But right. just making sure you have that consistent daily action. Yeah, we're not talking about you know going physically to a gym and working out and all that. But no. we're talking about getting in motion, moving around, doing something that kid you know potentially help your health yeah exactly and i think just that whole mindset piece behind that and that consistency it just sets you up to be in a much better place as you go out about your day yeah i would think so it kind of gives you you know it doesn't have to be i mean a lot of people would be get you know bummed out because they didn't hit the gym today and you know but you know just making it sure that you know okay you spent 10 minutes today going for a walk awesome you got out and moved. Perfect. That's all we need. Exactly. And it's like anything, you know, because that's where people fail. And like, this is related to launches as well, because you think like, oh my gosh, like I've got to do this like perfect thing. Like I've got to go to the gym and I've got to work out for an hour for it to count. And that's the same as people think like, I've got to do this perfect launch with my, my four video sequence and they've got to be done with a, an editor and a videographer and all of this stuff before they launch. And so they put it off and put it off. Like, it's like, oh, well, I'll, I'll do it next Monday or I'll start <laughs> next month or I'll start next year or whatever. Yeah. And, and it doesn't work. So what really works is that, that small, consistent action each day, whether it's exercise, whether it's launching, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, mm-hmm. That's what actually adds up is those tiny little baby steps. And it's intentional action. So basically it will eventually become a habit, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. Nice. So, like you mentioned before we got on here now that you have, you've done the first launch with the new business in September. And, but before that you've done a lot of launches. So let's go back to the beginning. And, you know, I love to talk about the first launches because I think people tend to kind of forget that when they look at, you know, all the, let's call it the online celebrities <laughs> uh, because they see that, you know, they have the six figure launches, the seven figure launches is all great. And, you know, all that stuff, but we forget that they also started somewhere. And, you know, usually it starts with some kind of bay launch or, you know, what we call a fail launch. I'm using air quotes there now. So let's go back to that first one. How did that kind of spin out for you? Ken, it was hilarious because when I did my first launch, I, I'd had a lot of businesses and even in the online space, but they were like service businesses. I'd never had a business that was like delivering a digital product or a digital course or anything. And mm. I didn't even know who any of these online celebrity was, the celebrities were. I'd never heard of an Amy Porterfield or a Hugh McClary. And like, I'd never <laughs> heard of anyone because I wasn't in that space. And mm-hmm. just after I wrote the article about 365 days of exercise, kind of it spiraled out of control and people were asking for my help and I realized it wasn't scalable to do that one-on-one so I thought oh well I'll just help everybody in a group by like you know giving them uh, 30 days of a challenge and I'll do that you know over the course of 30 days and I'll go from there but I had no idea what I was doing so I literally made the decision that I was going to do this online course. I didn't even know that's what it was called. I was just <laughs> going to help people. I was just going to help people. So I, I, just, I, I decided I was going to do that. And I had two weeks, actually I think it was a week and a half, where I had to come up with a business name. I had to come up with a website. I had to come up with the course content. I had to market and find people. And then I had to actually start delivering the course, which is 
crazy when you've got none of that infrastructure. I'd never built a website before. I'd never delivered an online course before. I'd never done anything, but I, but I didn't know, right? Because mm-hmm. I didn't have any of these gurus to be copying. I had no idea that this like was a thing. So I just bumbled my way through it. And surprisingly, I actually had a really successful launch, which I know is not the normal what? thing. But <laughs> I know. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't spend a cent on advertising because I had no idea how to do that. Mm-hmm. But I literally just leveraged the article that I'd written because right. that had, it had been picked up by Ariana Huffington, Huffington's publication, Thrive Global. So it had been picked up by that. And so leveraging off the back of that article and just using my own personal social media, I, I reached out to people and I had, um, there was over 300 people that signed up for my first nice. course. And it was like, it was a low price point, but, but it was kind of like, oh my gosh, like this is so easy. <laughs> so I, this I kind of, got, yeah, this worked. And it was that whole, you know, yours is like, it's OMG I'm launching. And it wasn't OMG I'm launching because I kind of went from having no, I, I never even had a plan to turn this into a business. And then all of a sudden I was launching. So it was a total OMG I'm launching moment. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it kind of went really well. But then after that, then I went and like learn about all of these gurus and realized I'd done all of these things wrong <laughs> and then tried to re-engineer it and do it better. And then after that, I actually had quite a few launches that didn't go so well because I think I lost the authenticity of mm. who I was and I was trying to do a copy and paste of somebody else. And so it took me, I kind of had this great launch to start with and then I had a couple of like really average, average, average launches where I tried to imitate all of these online gurus that I'd found. And then I kind of took a step back and said, no, you know, I've learned a lot and I'm appreciative of all I've learned and I'm going to take that and apply that, but I'm going to Tonyize it and make it my own. And that's when I got back into the rhythm of, you know, more positive launches. Yeah. I think that's an excellent point that you make there is that, you know, you look at all these people and they have a lot of great advice. There's not, no denying about that. But the problem is we start copying them and we're trying to do exactly the same thing that they are. But the problem is you are a different person. Your audience are, are totally different and the offer might be even different as well. So that kind of makes it hard to kind of copy it. And we should probably just use it as a, you know, a guideline or something that inspires us to do something else. Absolutely. I yeah. couldn't agree more. I think that's really was my big lesson. Like, I'm so appreciative to all of the people that I learned from. Like I've learned from so many different people. I've invested in so many different courses and, you know, all of these different things along the way that I've learned from. But I think the number one lesson I've had is look at what everyone else is doing and then how how do you make it your own and how do you do it in a way that connects with your people? Because you can't, you can't, even if you try to put your own language on things, if it doesn't feel natural if it doesn't feel right if it doesn't feel authentic then it's not it's not the right thing to do yeah exactly and i want to kind of just go into you had 300 people sign up for this first launch Mm -hmm. do you think that has something to do with you know you obviously been doing this for a while and you had a following you had an audience i don't know it was instagram or facebook whatever but you obviously had kind of warmed them up i guess they were not really cold audience Do you think that had an effect on, you know, the launch that you did? At that time, completely cold audience, Ken. I didn't Oh, really? It was? I I literally only had my own personal Facebook friends. (laughs) Oh, there you go. I was wrong. Yeah, I had 
had nothing. Like I had, I had like a very personal Instagram where it was like, here's me on a plane, here's me eating cheese. Like, you know, I had a very personal Instagram with a couple of hundred, I don't even know, but I mean, literally maybe 250 followers and my own Facebook with, I don't know, maybe a thousand friends or something. I can't remember how many it was back then. But I think what really went well is that I think what worked well for me and where that other people might not just be able to launch tomorrow and be like, oh, yay, like I've launched and I've got 300 people signing up is that I think that what the article that I wrote, and I'd never written a blog article before. It was something I did on a complete whim on my husband's blog that only our friends and family read. I just kind of got picked up and went from there. Mm -hmm. But I think it really hit a note with people because I think a lot of people are at a point where they're like lacking energy and they want to do more and they don't know how to do it and seeing someone else who's a busy person who has a lot going on in their life but can figure out how to do this exercising every day I think that really struck a chord and so what happened then is it kind of everybody was sharing this article and when everyone was sharing this article then they were kind of coming back to me and and asking for help so I think that's where Mm. it really took off is having having a piece of content that really deeply connected at the core. And I think part of the reason it connected is I was never trying to sell anything with that article. Like I was just being really raw and this is what I learned from my experience and just giving value and sharing the lessons learned to help other people. And I think that that authenticity of people realizing that I wasn't, there wasn't an agenda behind it. Like the the business was formed as a result of people's need and the problem that they needed to be solved as opposed to me, like I'm going to write this to create a business. It was kind of the other way around. Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. So basically this article really helped you in a long way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for that. So (laughs) So when you're looking back, do you think that you, well, you said you had, you know, you had to create a website, you had to do this, you had to do that. Looking back, do you really think that you had to have done all that? Or could you just, you know, made it even more simple than that? You know, it was pretty simple. So I set up a website so that people could register for the course. Right, of course. And so I think that was necessary. It was pretty ugly. It wasn't a pretty website. <laughs> And, you know, my husband helped me a lot. He's amazing at that sort of techie side of things. So he was great. But literally when I started, I, I just said to them, I'm going to send you an email every day with the, the kind of content for the day. And I did that. Um, and I asked them, I think this was a really key lesson as well. I asked them at the beginning, what do you want out of it? And so then I was trying to deliver what they wanted because I didn't know and so I, li- I literally just was like writing each day what they needed to do. And then about halfway along, I said to them, and I would just send them an email every day. There was no fancy online portal. There was nothing. It was just an email every day. This is what you need to do. And halfway along, I said, what do you want? And they said, we want videos. And I was like, you want videos? That's easier for me than typing all this stuff out. So, <laughs> so then I flipped to, to videos. And so I would just record them like a quick video every day and send it to them for the, the remainder of the, the course. And they were like, we love this. This is great. But it was a total beta, but I didn't realize it was a beta because I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, yeah. So that's what I think worked really well was asking for people's feedback. And I, I think everything I did, I probably had to do to be successful, but I, I think that's what held me back in my next launches is because then I, 
went and learned about all the things you should have in place. Mm -hmm. And so then I worked really hard on getting all of those things in place and I didn't need half of them. You know, you kind of over-engineered things from that point for a little while. Mm. Yeah. It sounds like you learned so much from just doing that and getting into it and just, yeah, being you. So how long did it take now before you kind of started to see that you kind of found that rhythm again and seeing that the numbers kind of going up again? Yeah. So I did the first launch, which went really well. Then the second and third launch didn't go so well. Like I still got people joining, but I was like, well, I got 300 the first time. I should get more than that. Well, I didn't. I think I got like 50 people the next time or something. So it was a big decrease. And I think that was just a, I think because I had no idea at the time, like I had a ton of business experience and a ton of even online experience, but not in this sphere of like courses and memberships and all of those sorts of things. And so I think I was really, I I thought that that was normal. Like I didn't realize it wasn't normal to get 300 people to sign up without spending a cent on advertising. I didn't know that wasn't normal. So I expected that that would just repeat over and over and over again. And and Hey, I put all this extra work in the next time. So it should be better than that. (laughs) And, and I, I think I, I learned that it's not that simple. It's not just a, you know, check this box and then all these people show up. There's a lot more strategy that goes behind it. And once you've got those initial people that have really connected with you, then you've got to do a lot more work to warm people up. So kind of fourth launch on, it started to go really well and I got really consistent numbers with the launches and and really got the launching down pat and found the the happy medium between kind of the the perfect launch in (laughs) inverted commas in air quotes and you know the tony launch and that kind of kept rolling and Mm. but then it was then i guess i made it too easy for myself because then i went back and did the whole like let's start a new uh thing and do a whole new launch all over again so Mm. into that rhythm before we dig into that though i want to ask you what was going through your mind when you're looking at you know the second and third launch and they're both kind of dropping and i mean it's disappointing obviously and it sucks so what went through your mind at that time yeah i i honestly was to the point where like is this the right thing i'm doing and i was juggling a full-time job because this wasn't this wasn't this was an unexpected business so yeah. i was juggling that and i'm like i'm putting a lot of time and effort and energy into this is it is it really worth it is it you know is this really what i want to do and i'm only doing this to help people and if it's not helping people is it is it the right thing to do? And I think it took a lot of mental strength to keep pushing through and realizing, seeing comments from the people that were inside my course, which which then ended up becoming a membership, but seeing people inside there getting incredible results and them telling me, Tony, you've changed my life, that kept me going because I'm like, if I can just help one person, that's what matters to me. So maybe these launches didn't go so well, but I'm making a difference to the people mm. that are inside. Exactly. Yeah. So good. So good. So that kind of gave you a purpose to just continue going because it would have been really easy to kind of just, you know what, this is not working, whatever. I got a job. I'm fine. Let's just go back to that. One, yeah. 100% because it wasn't, it wasn't like I was driven by the financial motivation of it. It was literally just a contribution component for me it was like I want to give back I want to help these people like I went through something I can now turn around and help them back and so for me I was like well 
what's in it for me if I'm not helping people and then just reframing that and realizing I was helping people and that you don't have to be helping a thousand people or 2000 people to be making a difference. You can just help one person. There's this story that I always think back to and it's about a little girl. She's walking along a beach and there's a lot of starfish washed up on the beach and she's picking up each starfish and she's throwing it back into the ocean and this man sees her doing it and says, like, there's so many starfish. There's thousands and thousands of starfish. Like, you're not going to make a difference. And she picks, bends down and picks up one starfish and throws it into the ocean. And she says, I made a difference for that one. Mm. And I always think of that story. In business, is sometimes people get really hung up on big numbers, but it's about making a difference to the person that you're helping in that moment. And the more moments that you can help people, the more that they talk about that experience. And then that kind of starts this whole process of more people reaching out to you for help, which then grows your business. So it's don't always be, of course, have goals, like set big goals, but don't always be focused on just quantity, be focused on quality and how you can make a difference to each person that you're, you're working with on a day-to-day basis. Mm, yeah, so true. Because I mean, even if it's just one person, you know, in the beginning, that one person will become two, those two will become four and, you know, so on and so on. It's just about, you know, staying consistent, kind of just showing up and being there and showing that you can actually help people. And, you know, just gotta, you gotta, you gotta stick, stick it out just for as long as you possibly can, because you do make a difference. Even if it's just one person that one time, it will evolve over time. Yeah, totally. So good. So yeah, you did, you changed the business. So you did another launch now. So you come a long way, obviously. Uh, (laughs) How has things changed from, you know, looking back at the first launch till this last launch? How have you changed as a person? How has the launch itself changed? Let's give us some details on that. Yeah, for sure. So the original business 365 Plus is still going strong and still really helping a lot of busy women, you know, improve their lives every day in really small steps. That's what I, that's what I do. That's what I love doing. And what really happened though, was I have a lot of business experience even before I I started 365 plus. And then after I started 365 plus, I just absolutely committed myself to making that a success. And I, I learned so much from so many different people invested in so many different courses and invested in making a lot of mistakes in my business and getting some stuff right. But I invested a lot that way. And what happened is I I learned a lot. And so people were reaching out to me for help. And initially I was helping people for free. And then when that got out of control that I, I, I physically couldn't help any more people for free, I started charging. And when that got out of control that I couldn't fit one more person into my schedule, then I decided I, I want to help people in a more meaningful way in a group environment. And so I took a step back and thought, what have I, what have I really learned about life? And what have I really learned about entrepreneurship? And what have I really learned about helping busy women, busy people? Because that's my thing. Like I'm a busy person. I, I hate to wear that busy badge of honor, but I, I have a lot going on. And most mm-hmm. people do. Most people would say, I'm, you know, and there's not a lot of people saying, yeah, my life's so chill. Like I sit around doing nothing. Um, yeah, we all wish for it, but space. yeah. Right. I mean, it's crazy late for you. It's crazy early for me. That's what we do. We love yeah. it. We love this stuff. 
But when I thought about what have I learned about that, what I realized was two things. Number one, what I'm really good at is breaking down complex things and making them simple. I can take things that people are really overwhelmed by and make it like, ah, oh, this is a piece of cake. That's kind of my superpower. But the other thing I realized is that busy people don't have the time to do another course, you know, a six or eight week course or a, you know, a, a year long commitment or whatever. People that they want to just get in, get things done quickly and get, learn a lot and move forward and make progress. Like we all love seeing progress, but we're busy. We don't have a lot of time to commit to making that progress. And that made me realize that I could do something very different to help entrepreneurs because what I could do is I could take my superpower of making complex things simple and I could take everything I know about success, not just in business, but in life, which is that you do those small things consistently and that's what makes a huge difference. And so I founded a business called the five minute business, which is basically you do a five minute lesson and a five minute action five days a week. That's what you nice. do and you make massive progress because it's not just about learning. It's about, it's not another overwhelming course that you don't have the time to complete. You spend another nine ninety seven, and you never actually get it finished. It's something that's super practical that you can do right now that will make a huge difference to your business. And you know, it's only taking you five minutes a day so you can, mm -hmm. you can get it done. So I, I kind of had this massive concept. And then I had a lot of crap go on personally, to be frank, I broke my ankle, I got the flu, like it was just a lot going on. And so I had this amazing vision and I'd spoken to so many people enthusiastically about this vision and they were all like, Trini, we love this idea. We're super into it. You've got to do this. You've got to do this. But I kept putting it off. And I'd said back in March that I was going to launch on the 1st of September. Mm -hmm. And I'd done, I broke my ankle on the 12th of March. And it, it had been quite a like bad break, had to have surgery and stuff. So I was still like in a moon boot in August. And so I, I was like, I'm never going to make this launch date. And I was beating myself up about it because I'm a girl that like, when I set a goal, I like to achieve that goal. <laughs> and so I remember the 1st of September was a Sunday. And I remember on the, the Friday, must have been the 29th of August, I remember sitting there thinking like, maybe I should just launch. And I spoke to my husband about it. He's like, oh no, it's a bit crazy. No, I probably shouldn't. You should do it properly. And I'm like, you're right. I woke up the Saturday morning and I went, OMG, we're launching. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided on the Saturday morning that I was going to launch by the Sunday. I think I got it launched at like 11 p.m. on Sunday, <laughs> but I still, I still hit the 1st of September right. deadline. So it was kind of, I, I, I launched my initial business with like what I'd call a dirty beta, you know, like it's real dirty. You're mm -hmm. doing everything wrong. And then I kind of launched my second business doing a, a dirty beta. But to your earlier point, I had built a huge amount of relationships in that online space. And I had a lot of people that I'd helped either for free or I'd helped in a one-on-one -on -one capacity. So the OMG I'm launching, I literally only had the doors open for 48 hours. Okay just shared it on my personal Facebook, started a Facebook page and said, Hey, I'm doing this, but had like one follower at the time that I started it. Like it was, it was really, really raw and dirty, but I loved it because it got me out of that funk of, you know, 
six months of kind of beating yourself up about not making progress and not doing all of the things that you should do to prepare for a launch. And, you know, you've got this vision in your mind of this is what the perfect launch looks like. And I have to do this step and then this step and then this step and then this step. And it just reminded me like, get out of your funk. You don't have to do the perfect launch. Sometimes the dirty betas are the best ones. And just, again, it's that whole be yourself, show up authentically, provide value to people and they'll come. And so I don't know what lessons I learned along the way because I kind of did the exact same thing over again. I kind of went back again. But I think, you know, I, I think what I really took away from that is that you don't have to have the perfect launch. It's totally okay to do things completely wrong, completely different. It's totally okay to decide on a Saturday that you're going to launch on a Sunday with only a 48 hour cut open. That's okay. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't give up on your goals of launching just because things haven't gone the way that you thought that they would go. Mm, Yeah. So did you do any kind of preparing up until September 1st or did you just, I I did the one thing I tell my clients never ever to do. I created a logo. (laughs) Like literally that was (laughs) all I did. I had a logo, a really cute logo and that was it. So nothing. So through together, a web page, it was very basic, very, very basic. Yeah. And because I didn't have any back end of the membership, so um, launched with most of it on Facebook initially and was very transparent with people around like this isn't fully baked and got a lot of feedback from my founding members around, you know, how we can shape the future of the membership. So honestly, I, I didn't do any preparation, but in complete fairness, by that stage, I'd launched a lot. So I'd mm-hmm. learned a lot from those launches. So I kind of knew these are the steps I've got to do. And yeah. this is the minimum viable product that I have to do as opposed to, you know, if you've got a checklist of 200 things you have to do a launch, I really narrowed it down to these are the 40 things I've, I've got to get done. Mm. But it sounds to me like that, you know, you like to launch when you really don't have anything planned and you feel inspired and you have like this great idea and you just want to get it out. And that's when things happen for you. And I think that's something a lot of people can take with them as well is that, you know, if you feel inspired and if you have a great idea, just get it out there and do it. It doesn't matter if it's messy, whatever, but just get it out there because if you're going to try to perfect it and get it all right, like you said, you might end up waiting like you did for six months and with nothing happening basically. And um, then it's just probably better to just get it going. And you get in your head and you get in Mm -hmm. your head, is this really a good idea? And you lose that energy. So I think when you've got the energy, when it feels right, you've just got to go for it. And maybe you'll only get a couple of people, but that's okay because at least then you can take what you've learned and keep iterating as opposed to just like delaying and procrastinating. I'd rather iterate than procrastinate any day of the week. Yeah, exactly. And then you can build out the product and make it a really good product when you launch for the next time. Exactly. But you know, the funny thing is, Ken, like, you know how you were saying it sounds like you like to just go for it when you're really inspired? Yeah. So not my personality. Like, I completely agree with you, but so not my personality. I'm like the anal retentive <laughs> planner with the massive spreadsheets and the, you know, I'm totally a recovering perfectionist. And so for me, I think it's been just massive growth for me personally through this entrepreneurship journey because it really pushes me outside my comfort zone because Mm. I'm someone that likes to have all the boxes checked, all the T's crossed, all the I's dotted before I do something. 
So both times that I've kind of just said, screw it, let's do it. Mm. OMG, I'm launching. It's felt really, really, really uncomfortable, but then you're so darn busy just getting everything you need to get done. You don't have a lot of time to think about it and get, get in your head too much. You've just got to go for it. And the second you put it out there to the world and say, this is what I'm doing, you're committed, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, in, yeah. you're on the hook for it. So I think that sometimes what you've got to do is just put yourself on the hook for it so that there's no choice but to follow through and get it done. Because if you're someone like me that usually likes to have everything lined up and everything organized, you know, that can sometimes take time and you can get hung up on getting everything perfect. And that just holds you back from making that progress. And so you've got to just keep reminding yourself it's about progress, not perfection. And it's going to be dirty, going to make mistakes. There's going to be a million things you think, oh, I could have done that better if only, but sometimes that's the best way to do it. Yeah, I totally get where you come from. And I personally like to say that, you know, during a launch, 80% is planning and 20% is execution. But that doesn't mean that it has to be perfect, though. It just uh, have, but like you said, you've done so many launches now that you kind of knew what you had to do. So even though you didn't, you know, put it in a spreadsheet and all that, you'd still had it in your head and you knew what you had to do. So still had a plan, but kind of, executing it a little bit faster than most people probably. Hopefully. (laughs) It works. So So what are your plans for your next launch or when is the next launch? Next launch is in five days. That's when it'll be uh, yeah, five days. (laughs) (laughs) Give it a couple more days and then you'll be ready. Yeah, then I'll start doing it. No. Certainly this time I I to be honest with you, Ken, I've put a little bit of more effort into the launch, but not as much because where I wanted to put most of my effort was creating a really good product on the back end because now I've got so much great feedback from my founding members that we Mm. were able to kind of create that. So a lot of this launch is really just kind of opening it to the people that are on our wait list um, and to the people that have been asking to come in. We'll do some light promotion, but this is kind of a, a B launch, like a little launch. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do a bigger launch um, mid-year. But it, it was just a good deadline to give myself. Like if I say I'm launching on this day and I'm going to open the card again, not long after that, then it means that I've got to have everything ready on the back end because I can't do another dirty beta um, and still not have anything prepared on the back end. So it was a good to give myself a deadline to get everything done live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So because this is the same, the five minute, five days challenge, right? Five minute business. Yes. Five minute business. Yeah. But I like that concept though. Like I said, it's so simple, you know, just spending five minutes and getting something done every single day, just like the 365 uh, thing that you did, you know, getting an exercise 10 minutes a day, make sure that you make some progress. That's really good. And it seems like people are enjoying it. Uh, People are loving it, which makes my heart sing because, you know, when sometimes you get worried that you're so obsessed with an idea and actually it's not that good. So, um, so I was like, there was always that little fear in the back of my head, but all of our members are absolutely loving it so far and we're loving it. I do it together with my husband, Michael. He kind of does all of the, the tech stuff and shares all of the tech stuff with our group. And I do more of the strategy and marketing stuff and share that with our group. And it's, it's just been such a joy to see how much impact these tiny little lessons can have because each, each lesson in itself is impactful, but it's more about, like you said, that, that consistency of 
doing something each day on your business and seeing that progress each day on your business, that's really motivating and it drives you to do more and be more and step away from just the day to day of like, I'm going to answer my emails and I'm going to, you know, record this video. I'm going to do this, but it's, it's stepping away and doing something that you might not have otherwise done for your business because it's all focused on, you know, growth and making sure you're continuing to up level your business. And so it's, it's been incredible. I, I couldn't be happier with our little founders. We love them. Um, we call them our biz besties because um, our business besties, because we just love spending time with them and love supporting them on their, their journey to growing their business. How does it look like, you know, if you're breaking things down, I mean, some things will take longer than five minutes, obviously. So uh, could you speak a little bit about that, how you kind of break that down to five minute thing? Yeah, so it's it's challenging, Ken. It's not it's not super easy, but um, I'll, basically we asked our members. We had some ideas ourselves, and then we asked our members, "What do you What do you want to know? What do you want to make sure you're up level up leveling in your business?" And then we take whatever topic it is. So say, let's say it's Facebook ads, and we literally deconstruct down what are all of the steps you have to do to have a successful Facebook ad and break that down into a five minute chunk. So then we'll teach them for five minutes. This is what we, you need to do. And then we'll give them an action that takes five minutes. And we have to be really disciplined about making sure that we're not giving them too much because if it gets too overwhelming, then they won't mm-hmm. get it done. If they don't get it done, they don't make progress. If they don't make progress, their business doesn't grow. So it's, it's, it's not easy, but we break it down. So something like Facebook ads, might take it might actually take 15 five minute lessons or 25 minute lessons to get through it all but each one has a single action they can take so they're still making progress even if they didn't do every single lesson they're still making progress in some way shape or form so sometimes I talk I mean you can hear me I talk fast anyway but sometimes (laughs) on these five minute ones I'm like to try and get it all into five minutes but uh but yeah I mean we some and we also teach our members as well that we can give you an action that'll take five minutes, but you could also take five days to do it. You could take five hours to do it. So it's also about them being disciplined and learning that whole, you know, progress over perfection because what you come up with in five minutes, we, we did one uh, recently where it was kind of looking a bit more deeply at that customer avatar and, you know, to come up with some details around your customer avatar in just five minutes, that's not easy because you could spend days, hours, weeks on mm-hmm. your customer avatar but the thing is the stuff that you usually come up with in the first five minutes is the the right stuff and the second thing is that when you put pressure on yourself and you've kind of got that whole parkinson's law because the 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 work expands to the time that you give it so if you only give it five minutes then you can just get things done so yeah most of our members are getting it all done in five minutes some take longer but they say that's their choice because they want to want to do a little bit more on it but it's it's about discipline from our side to keep it keep it tight, make it teensy tiny little bite-sized pieces, but it's also discipline on our member side to make sure that they're not overthinking things, overanalyzing things, because this is all about, you know, getting stuff done, not about getting stuck in that cycle of overthinking and, and overanalyzing and working on it too much. Awesome. I really hope people listening take some of this of this advice and yeah, just put it into action because this is really good. Really good. It is. So do you have any like last tips on, you know, how to prepare for a launch or not prepare, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. I honestly think, I think my best advice when it comes to launching is, it, it, I, I guess it's three things. The first thing is be authentically you because 
I, I always tell my clients and our members that you can have the crappiest sales page. You can have the crappiest ads. You can have like a lot of things that are crappy, but if you really connect with people and people really know, like, and trust you, then they'll want to buy from you. And they won't care if you have an ugly sales page. They won't care if things aren't perfect because they trust you and they see you as somebody that they can learn a lot from. So the more you can authentically be you and connect with people, the better. So that's my, my first tip. My second tip is going for that progress, not perfection. Mm -hmm. Even when you do, even when I've had launches where I haven't done quick and dirty, I've done, you know, I've put a lot of time and energy and effort into it. I've checked every box. I've dotted every I I've crossed every T things have still gone wrong, Ken. So they do. And so you've just got to keep remembering, like there is literally no such thing as perfection. Perfection is the lowest standard you can have because every time you think, well, if I just do that, then it'll be perfect. When you do that, then you find something else. Well, if I just do that, then it will be perfect. And so it's about realizing that you know, you're never going to get it perfect. So you need to figure out like, what's the very best you can do right now and do that very best right now. So be authentic, focus on the progress, not perfection. And then the third thing I would say is do, do plan. I mean, I, I gave the two examples of launches where I, I didn't put a lot of planning in the first launch, literally none, because I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. The second one I did with no planning, I, like you said, I'd done it a lot of times before. It was kind of second nature to me. I was coaching people every day on this is how you launch. So while I did everything wrong, I broke all the rules. I, I already knew what I, I had to do intuitively. And so I would say have a plan and make sure you're checking off those things every day because if you're not checking them off, it can just feel super overwhelming. But if you know exactly, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, then you just go and execute each day. So that's the, that's the three things. And one other thing I'll throw in for good measure is when you're launching, take care of yourself. So many people I see burn out during launch and they, they fail, like they start to flail kind of come the last couple of days of launch and sort of not throw in the towel completely and give up, but they, they lose that energy and then they, the numbers start to peter off instead of continuing to go. So you've got to really look after yourself when you're launching as well. So that's my bonus tip. But that was a good tip though. It really was. It's important to take care of yourself. Like I said, um, you know, when you're getting into that launch and it's usually like the first day can be good because it's, you know, you're launching it and promoting it. And then, you know, the last day often is really good as well, but the days in between can be really slow and that can really bum you out. So yeah, excellent tip. And I even had someone, I had a, a client I was talking to recently her launch was going super well. It was going perfectly. There was literally not one thing that was happening wrong in her launch. And because of that, she started freaking out thinking, well, something must be going wrong. Like it must be about to go wrong. And she got all in her head and was like, maybe I should turn off my ads. Maybe I should shut my group. Maybe. I, and I was like, are you kidding me? It's going well. Keep going. Yeah. So I think you've got to just keep on top of things like mentally and emotionally and physically taking care of yourself because otherwise you can get in your head and self-sabotage yourself without you even realizing it. Totally. <laughs> so how can people reach out to you, find out more about you or yeah, like the five minute challenge thing that you're going? 
Yeah, sure. So probably the best way to get in contact is if you just go to the five minute business.com. It's literally the word the five, the letters F-I-V-E minute business.com. Yeah, you can check out all of our details there. We're also on Facebook. We're not on Instagram because we are keeping focused and just being on one platform right now. But yeah, you can check us out there. Awesome. I'll put that in the show notes so people can click through and find out more about you. I just want to say thank you so much for doing this. I know we've been trying to do this for a long time now, so I'm glad that we finally did it. It was really awesome. You gave me some great tips on both launching and uh, things that are not launching, so I love it. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Ken. It was such a pleasure. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So thank you, everybody, for listening, and I hope to catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.